1: Everybody, it's trags Mike Petralia inside the Hourback Center here in Boston Landing, joined by Chris Grenham and Alex Barth. Guys, I think when we take a look back on draft night 2018 for the Boston Celtics. I think we're looking at a situation where it's status quo when you take into account that Robert Williams will be the new player, of course, drafted out of Texas A&M. Alex, I think the Celtics going with a guy like Robert Williams means they're pretty happy with the pieces that they already have, both young and veteran. Yeah, we know Robert Williams
2: can be a bit of a risk uh, with his attitude problems at Texas A&M, and I think they showed tonight this is their risk for the off-season. a team that generally doesn't pass on making the big move. They trade out of the number one pick last season. They stay at 27. They pick at 27. I think Danny Ainge is pretty happy with the team he has, despite what anybody will tell you around the NBA.
1: Well, and and Chris, uh, when Danny Ainge talks about Jason Tatum Mm -hmm. and also uh, Jalen Brown... He said, look, those were players we actually tried to bring along, Jalen Brown we were able to bring along, and Jason Tatum got thrust into a situation uh, in his rookie year out of Duke because of what happened, obviously, with Gordon Hayward in the first five minutes of the regular season. But uh, my question to you is, given the roster as it is now, Danny Ainge is pretty happy. Got to be. I mean, you look at the way, like
3: you said, it was kind of an abstract situation with injuries and stuff, and the way everything played out last season. But this young base of talent was forced into a lot of experience that a lot of young guys don't, you know, have the chance to get that early in their career. So I think that was beneficial, and it really showed Ainge and Stevens that. They don't really need more young players, and we said it before, and Ainge said it in the press conference tonight. They don't need more young players. They're happy with the pro- with the product that they have right now. So adding Williams can act as their risk for the offseason, and there's no need to go out and make a big deal. Maybe the market will, you know, show up, but right now there's just no need for that.
1: Right, and and guys, what I really want to focus on is what's going to, going to be coming up, and that is July 1st, and that's when the free agent frenzy begins in the NBA and also the possibility of uh, someone who's not a free agent, but certainly his name is at the top of every trade speculation, and that's Kawhi Leonard out of San Antonio. I just don't see the Celtics making any kind of aggressive push for Kawhi Leonard at this point. You know, we talk about risk with Robert Williams out of Texas A&M just because of his motor and his motivation, so to speak. There's a much bigger risk, I think, with Kawhi because of the uncertainty regarding his thigh regarding his thigh regarding how he get along with the head coach we know what's going on with
2: him and Popovich I think there's a lot of it but I think July 1st all the talk's going to be about Marcus Smart they obviously have to figure out his deal but I'm not sure we'll hear much more than that at the beginning of the July from the Celtics obviously that is something to keep an eye on and not taking a point guard tonight, I think, kind of establishes the fact that they do plan on bringing him back. He said earlier this week that he plans on being back. So to me, that's going to be the drama. Now is is, is drama is what happens with right. Marcus Smart. I, and it, I mean, compared to Kawhi Leonard, that's nothing. So they've put themselves in a good place, and it's actually going to be a somewhat calm off season. Knock on wood, somewhat calm off season. Yeah, don't possibly, <laughs> for the Celtics okay,
1: we're going to play rapid fire really quick here. I'm going to ask you two questions. Where does LeBron James wind up? We'll start with you, Chris Grenham.
3: He ends up with the Lakers, I believe. Um, you know, I think he goes to L.A. Beforehand, I would have said Philadelphia. But with this whole Colangelo situation, I'm not really sure how that impacts him. So I'll keep it simple. I think he's going to Lakers. I think he's going to Golden State. Really? We said
1: there was, that's a little bit out of the box. It's, yeah. we, that's a possibility. There was no
2: way Durant was going to go there up until the minute he signed. It just, with everything that's happened in the NBA, and the, basically since he left for Miami the first time from Cleveland, wouldn't him going to Golden State kind of be what all of this was leading up to? Wouldn't it be the perfect kind of cap on the last, what, five, eight years of just NBA nonsense? No, I, I got <laughs> to tell you, the,
1: the more quiet it is around Cleveland, the more I have a sneaking suspicion that Cleveland may be... That mystery team in the weeds, I wouldn't I think rule they would, them out. Yeah,
3: I agree. I think they got a better chance. There's he's g- he's going to like
1: playing with
2: Colin Sexton. I think that's definitely something that could help attract him to come back there.
1: Okay, and the other question I want to address are the Philadelphia 76ers. They made a very interesting, controversial move. They also looked toward the future, making a deal with the Phoenix Suns they drafted did the philadelphia 76ers with their 10th pick overall mikhail bridges of course the local product out of villanova two-time national champion and they actually brought his mother who works in the organization for the owner josh harris Uh, to the podium, and she was near tears expressing her joy that her son was going to be playing essentially in her hometown. And right as the Phoenix Suns were about to select Dante um, DiVincenzo out of Villanova, they get a call from the Philadelphia 76ers. Lo and behold, it is the 76ers trading Mikhail Bridges to the Phoenix Suns for Zaire Smith, as it turned out, from Mm. Texas A&M. I just want to get a read from you. Do you think it's chaotic what's going on in Philadelphia? I think it's a
3: little chaotic. I think there's there's not, you know, there's no organization there and obviously that's going to happen when you have a GM when you don't have a GM, excuse me. And they've been trying to downplay that by saying, you know, Brett Brown has, you know, has his hand in a lot of those decisions anyway and it's fine, but I really think there are some problems there. They were trading like crazy, swapping picks and those kind of moves. I don't think that was a very good move on their part. I think Mikhail Bridges was a perfect fit for them. I think he would have been a perfect guy to defend someone like Jason Tatum, which they obviously had some issues with during these last playoffs. And, you know, not taking anything away from Zaire Smith, he's a great athletic wing. Right. But still, I, I think that's a questionable move.
1: And, uh, you know, the rationalization in Philadelphia, Alex, is that it's the, all about the 2021 unprotected pick that I believe belongs to Miami. And that would be conferred to the Philadelphia 76. That's three years away, Alex. Cool. Rationalization
2: in Philadelphia is an interesting term to begin with. But it really felt like tonight it was multiple people making decisions for the Sixers. One person said, okay, let's pick this guy. Then another person said, okay, well, let's trade this pick. And another person says, okay, well, let's trade the pick we already made. It really felt like just, just too many cooks in the kitchen. I'll tell you this jerry colangio there were reports after the issues with his son brian the general manager in the burner right. accounts that jerry had said if you fire my son i will you know quote unquote kind of to sum it up destroy the organization from within i not to go too overboard with this but is it possible this he is knew how bad that bridges thing would look stuff, and, but... and kind of uh, yeah i don't think it was all brett brown tonight i think it was numerous people making numerous decisions however far that extends that's up to you to decide but uh yeah it's a mess
1: so we did not have that kind of drama here at Boston Landing. It's better that way. Yeah, for for one off season, I would say, and one NBA draft, it is the Celtics get their big, their big man in Robert Williams, six foot ten. He has a seven foot six wingspan, two hundred and forty pounds. He is a big man, a rim protector that the Celtics have really been longing for over the last several years. They got him, and that's really all that took place here at Boston Landing on. Thursday night. We'll have you covered, of course, on CLNS Media, CLNSmedia.com, and go to Twitter and follow our Celtics account at clns Media. For Chris Grenham and Alex Barth, I'm Mike Petralia. Talk to you later.
0: Hey, fellas, Jimmy T here from The Garden Report, and uh, I think we got to talk about something that might be kind of um, hard to admit. Uh, Sexual performance issues are way more common than you think. Don't be embarrassed. I'm talking to you, guy under 40 years old. Over 25% of guys under 40 years old have trouble when it really matters, if you know what I mean. And that number jumps to 40% by age 40. So stop apologizing and start turning to medicine and science. And that's where 4 comes in. HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat erectile dysfunction. No waiting room. No awkward doctor visits, no lines, just save hours by going to 4 Answer a few questions, chat with a doctor, and boom, the product gets shipped to your door. Folks, this is hard made easy. Try Hims for a month today for just 5 bucks. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4hims.com/garden. That's f o slash i m s.com/garden. Forhims.com slash garden. Hey
1: everybody, it's Trax once again inside the brand new Auerbach Center. The first time, Chris Grenham, the Celtics have been able to host their draft activities here. That's right. Draft night activities. 2018, the Celtics only had one draft pick and it was Robert Williams' out of texas a&m the celtics get their big man and danny ainge told us uh after the draft night was over that essentially chris uh they weren't going to move up they weren't going to move terry Rozier on this particular night they were going to stay put at 27 and get their big man
3: right and he kind of said it plainly they don't need any more young players and he's right you know they have a good base they showed that last year and in their playoff run they don't need to add any more young talent so they stayed put, and I think it was good. I think they would have been forcing it. You know, the market clearly was not there. They didn't try and get into the second round and grab another young guard to potentially ship Terry Rozier out of town. So for now, pre-July 1, Terry's still on the still on the Celtics roster.
1: While we're on the subject of one Terry Rozier... <laughs> I think he played a bit of a practical joke on danny it turned into a practical joke i don't think he intended it to be that way he was on bleacher Report during the draft here on uh, thursday night in their studios and he facetimed with danny not exactly informing (laughs) danny that he was on bleacher report and what does danny do he says oh yeah terry we're drafting a point guard (laughs) danny what's up who's gonna be (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need, I need to really know who it's gonna be so I can, you know, the a in little inside scoop. We're, we're trying to, we're trying to find out right now. Try to find out right now, okay? You don't really want to give me the inside scoop, I understand. No, 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 I do, I do. I wish I could tell you, but I think it's gonna be Bob Williams, but we're working on, the, on looking at all the medical stuff. Okay, okay, okay gotcha. You know, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to call, and mess with you a little bit, see who it was, you know. All right, man. I'm gonna talk to you. Be safe. Okay, see you. Yep. Bye. Bob Williams. I'm gonna go with Bob
1: Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was obviously joking with Terry about the guard position, but um, I had no idea it was on live. Whatever live it was, I thought he was FaceTiming me. I had no idea, but anyway, that that is sort of funny. It's funny how that works out, it is. isn't it? It's classic Danny Angel. It was
3: perfect. Imagine doing that to your boss and not telling him that you were live in front of you know close to a million people. It's pretty hysterical, but it was great. And then you know he alluded to them going through the medicals and preparing to draft Robert Williams and Terry Rozier immediately tweeted out Robert Williams' name. So. He beat Woj to the punch, and Terry Rozier has a, has a future as an NBA analyst, potentially.
1: Certainly, uh, for the time being, he also has a future with the Boston Celtics. Will that be in 2018-19 season? We'll have to wait and see. But I think one of the big winners uh, in this night was Terry Rozier staying with the Celtics. Certainly, uh, his market, I think, only gets bigger and bigger and better and better, right?
3: Yeah, I agree. Like I said before, I think they would have been forcing a deal if they tried to get it done tonight. Obviously, the market is still going to be there throughout free agency and as the off-season, you know, moves on, it's not like the draft is it. It's not like the off-season right. ends after tonight. There's plenty of time, so if they were to explore a deal, they have, you know, after July 1, once free agency begins, there's plenty of room to do so. Maybe they won't, maybe they will, but for now, I think it was the right move to stay tight. And uh, and you know not moving today.
1: And Danny Ainge said uh, in his press conference after both rounds were completed that the price was just too much, and they weren't going to move up uh, into the top, let's say five or ten picks, and go after a guy like Mobamba or out of Texas, or go after the other big man that uh, garnered a lot of attention out of Michigan State, Jaron Jackson. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and again, they have a great base of young talent already. It's not like they needed to go into the late second round and grab another. Another guard grab another wing it's just not needed so i think they were smart a lot of times teams you know overdo it in terms of trying to go out and get talent on this draft night and you know for once the celtics kind of laid low which we haven't seen a lot in the last couple years but i think it was the right decision tonight
1: winners on draft night going forward robert williams out of texas a&m the newest member of the boston celtics and one terry rosier he's chris grenham i'm mike petralia inside the hourback center talk to you soon (laughs) you <laughs>